Hello, everyone. Welcome to Jay-Z and the Amazing Technicolor Podcast. This is episode 19, and as always, I'm your host, Jeremy Zerby. I've got a couple of announcements this week, and then we will be diving into today's topic. I'm going to be taking a couple of weeks off at the beginning of April to regroup and come up with a plan for future episodes. So if you have something that is on your mind that you would like me to discuss, this would be a great time to get in contact and let me know what's on your mind. My inbox is always open at jeremyzerbycoaching at yahoo.com. I'm also working on a larger project, which I'm aiming to roll out in the not-too-distant future, so keep your eyes and ears peeled for the big announcement. And lastly, and most importantly, thank you to all of you for your support. I couldn't do this without you. I've been struggling to come up with topics lately. Some of that is just fatigue and writer's block. I've been doing this every week since January, plus trying to maintain the blog, which is just which has taken a higher place of priority recently, with the introduction of Medium's own Mastodon instance. If you're on Mastodon, I've included a link in the show description so you can connect with me there. Everyone on that instance is constantly encouraging each other to keep writing. They may not be coming right out and saying that, but they are writing also, and we all share the same kinds of struggles with that practice. Seeing others post their pieces is strong motivation for me to post mine. Today, I want to do something I've only done one other time. I want to read one of my Medium pieces. This one was marked unlisted, so I'm the only one with access to it. And given recent events in the news, I think it is every bit as timely as it was when I wrote it. I've updated some of the references to include more current events, and I've also added to it to make it more rounded out. This piece is entitled, Woke and Stressed, Standing for Truth in a Post-Fact Culture. In the past few years, it has become increasingly hard to stand for the truth and for what is right. Think back to the presidency of Donald Trump. Claims that went against the grain of what he wanted us to believe and what his supporters chose to believe were met with cries of fake news, even when that fake news proved to be true. Lies were rebranded as alternative facts in an attempt to undermine the world that we can see and experience. Consider the lawsuit that Dominion Voting has filed against Fox Fox News. Even the talking heads of Fox News believe believed the claims of election fraud were completely crazy. And yet they chose to promote those lies anyway. Wearing a t-shirt or sharing a meme in support of a social justice cause or perspective is met with claims that the wearer is virtue signaling or trying to act woke or act as though they are better than everyone else by their stances. The sad fact is, standing for the truth has become increasingly stressful. At the same time, it seems that people are gradually waking up to the need to stand for what they believe. And this awakening is causing clashes because a few of us are unwilling to concede that our views may be wrong. All of us can be guilty of this, especially if we don't like the facts that are being presented to us. But it goes much further than that. Besides our own personal biases, the feeling of necessity to stand for the truth is also being met with harsher and harsher resistance. 
which is not limited to what it is that someone is speaking on. Not one specific set of facts is being met with more resistance than another. It is all truth that is being stood against. And this makes truth-telling and standing in defense of the truth that much more stressful. Listen to this quote. Interesting, the media is the worst part. Story changes so much. The fact is, the riot had zero casualties. This was on a news story about the January 6th insurrection. This is a prime example of how much truth is under attack. It's not even a matter of different information being presented. It is just people saying when they do not like something that what is said is not true and they're pursuing to make up their own narrative. And it doesn't have to be based on anything. This guy just decided the five people who died in the riot did not die in the riot. This is where my blood boils, and I feel myself getting angry. And I think this is where a lot of us are as well. We are so exhausted from trying to tell the truth that we are just reaching a genuine place of burnout. Or we are being bombarded with so much falsehood that we are just unable to keep up. I remember when I was in college, one of the buzzwords in Christian circles was postmodernity. We were encouraged to stand against the postmodernist teaching that there is no absolute truth. I zealously embraced this fight and terminology. I used to run a religious blog around this time. I was connected with some super conservative groups there and had a considerable following from what I remember. Then I started reading and researching postmodern Christianity and the emerging church for a school report and presentation. The more I read and studied the source material, the more I began to realize that what I had been told they were saying is not in reality what they were actually saying. I began to embrace some of their ideas and incorporate them into my religious life and my blog. I began to use the tools I found in the postmodern tradition in conjunction with the tools I had for my interest in the Reformed tradition and was creating for myself a more robust set of personal beliefs and practices. And I was doing it without abandoning any sense that there was no concrete truth. I came under fire. In comments, emails, private messages, was called a heretic, lost friends and blog followers. What shut the whole thing down, because I eventually closed that blog completely, was when I read Rob Bell's book, Love Wins, and wrote a post saying that what someone believes about hell does not determine whether or not they are a Christian. I would be lying if I said the firestorm was not painful. At the time, Christianity was my life. I had gone to school to be a minister. I graduated during a recession and was unable to find church work. The blog became my ministry. And I had to shut the whole thing down because of how ridiculous it was becoming. That is what the fight for truth used to look like. It used to largely amount to differing perspectives butting heads. Neither perspective was necessarily wrong. They just both would feel they had a corner on the best truth. 
it is different now. Now you have truth. And you have bullshit. People just say stuff. Because they do not like what the actual truth is. People are actively creating their own realities. And this makes it harder and harder to discern what is true at times. And also harder to stand for it. You cannot even speak to some of these people unless you are building them up in their own reality. Now, here we are, standing for what is true, fighting for things like racial justice, voting rights, LGBTQ rights, science. And the resistance to it feels insurmountable. And yet we feel like we need to defend the truth. We need to stand in solidarity with those being discriminated against. We need to confront and call out the lies being spoon-fed to a segment of the population that is, sadly, all too eager to gobble them up. It never ends. It's exhausting. It's stressful. But the future of our country just might depend on it.